I got into this because I'd had enough. I was fed up, but I got to put my words into action because I felt that at that moment when I spoke to the board of supervisors, there was millions of people listening. As I've sort of become a leader in this movement, I've realized that people want nothing more than to get on board to get their freedom back. If my voice gets heard and helps people, then this has all been well worth it. If my kids have a better America to live in, then this is absolutely worth it. I really don't like this stuff. I never wanted to be part of a production or a movie or, you know, I'd rather be out in the fields fighting somebody. This is the way that we fight. If this is the way that we inspire uh, people to move forward and, and to come on board with us, you know, for the win, then I'll be here. So. Hey, hey, hey. So it's the uh, day before the maybe the biggest election in in any of our lifetimes. Absolutely, I mean, uh, twenty twenty was pretty huge until they they uh, stole it. So now we got this to try and save ourselves. Um, but uh, <clears throat> we're gonna we're gonna transition. We talked about some midterms and and voting in the last uh, episode. So um, we've been wanting to talk about the. ACID, which is Anderson Cottonwood Irrigation District uh, water uh, water situation this last year. Uh, of course, all of our water got taken and stuff. And so um, we have Ed Roberts in today. And Ed uh, is the vice president of the uh, Water Users Association. And so we're going to talk about all the things that we're, we're trying to do to get it turned around where this can't happen again and that we can, uh, get some sort of restitution for, for folks. Um, and we'd like to thank Ed for coming in, especially on his birthday. And how old are you now, Ed? 52. Happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And Ed also is Colt Roberts's dad. So once we have kids that get active in the arena, sometimes we're not ourselves anymore. We get to be their dad or their mom or whatever. So, um, we're big fans of Colts too. So anyway, what, uh, I know you've got a phone call with an attorney today. Yeah. Later. About noon. Um, th that, well, that's one of the other avenues that we're pursuing to, uh, basically get a backup water supply in case they, well, in case we know they're going to try and take our water again. It's, so we're looking into other avenues. Okay. So. So how did we get to this, Ed? What do you think? Um, because I'm, my original understanding has kind of shifted a little bit because I just thought off the get-go it was BOR 100% responsible for uh, the theft of the water. And so the background is that ACID has been here since before there was a Department of Water Resources in California, I believe. Yeah. And before there was a BOR, and so we were irrigating out of the Sacramento River since the early 1900s. And then in, in the, was it the 40s they built Shasta Dam? Yeah. In the 40s. Completed in 
47, I think. 47. So they build Shasta Dam and they tell us, well, don't worry about it. This is still your water. We're just going to store it for you until, until at which time you ask for it. And then we just give it to you. So we go into a, a contract. We have pre-1914 water rights, which are supposed to be ironclad. We go into a contract with BOR. And then now, as it turns out, BOR wanted to give us our allotment, but the California Department of Water Resources told them that they couldn't. Is that is that the way you understood uh, it? Or? I've heard a couple different versions of it. Uh, there was a judge uh, that got involved and and basically told them, uh, we don't care how you uh, stick with your agreements to you know uh, divert water or your water contracts. And I'm not exactly sure who made the call. I've heard so many things over the summer now that it's, I can't point my finger at any one, one entity. But we do know that one judge basically said that basically he ruled that uh, agriculture is not a beneficial use of California's water. Right. So a person actually said that with their own mouth. Yeah. That agriculture is not a beneficial use of California's water. So, I mean, that's craziness in, yeah. in and of itself that they're saying single species fish salvation is more important, more important than human than uh, agriculture. Or municipal water. Uh, I've got a quick question. Do either one of you guys know what percentage of the water just goes right into the ocean that flows down the Sacramento River? Uh, we don't know. Have a, I don't have a number on percentage, but it, it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, uh, they're, they're not pumping the water and storing it down in Southern California, and it's being allowed to just flow into the Delta. So this last um, fall, not this fall, but the fall of 2021, um, there was a lot of rain in the beginning of the, I don't know if it was maybe November, December. There was, there was a quite a bit of rain. I mean, it dumped for a long time. There's big raindrops. I mean, it was just coming down, and um, there's a lot of inches of rain. And... I, not scientifically, but I mean, I grew up right there on the river for, um, I've been here since uh, 1989, I think. And um, I've never seen the river as much water flow as there was after this rainfall. It was like, they were just pumping it out. Yeah. And I, and I just common sense wise, I'm like, why are they dumping all this water down the freaking river? Like, it's just why are we not storing this thing? You know, we've been in a drought. I'm like, it doesn't make any sense to me, you know? And, and I just, I don't understand why would you dump more water down the river when we're in a drought type situation? You think you would, I mean, they built a dam for a reason to hold on to it, you know? And so, so we have some reserves. Yeah. Well, this is what we call man-made drought. <laughs> the, the, the rain has been here. The water was here and, and now it's allowed to be flowed down into the Delta. Yeah, we know the the fall John was talking about. I, I believe they figured wasn't it right around forty inches of rain at the dam last. Uh, it might have been. I don't remember. I mean, the average is what thirty something inches a year. Well, the year before it was twenty three point seven inches, and we yeah. irrigated, and all of a sudden the next year it's forty inches, and the water's not there. Yeah, and everybody you talk to, a lot of people are saying, "Man, the 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 flows at night were unbelievable." They were kicking it down. You yeah, know. that's a pattern we we have noticed. I've been watching the inflows and outflows in Shasta Dam. And uh, this last June, we had a had a, a four day long storm, and I watched the flows, and they would the, triple the flows to about twelve thousand cubic feet per second, starting about eight o'clock at night. 
after four days of rain, we yes, had less at night, water in the lake than we did when the rain started. And I noticed that at nighttime, yes. all of a sudden at nighttime, it starts flowing even heavier. Yes. And uh, and why? Why? What would this, be the reason for that? that? Just to do it in stealth, where people aren't paying yeah, it, seeing it, maybe, or maybe that's it. So the you know they don't not as many people see the the river being high, and I can't all think they of see another is the reason. Lake being low, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't have a full lake and then be screaming drought at the same time. It's not going to work. So you got to show. <laughs> I mean, but they did admit that they supposedly miscalculated the water in the lake too. Yeah, by a lot. Yeah, by a lot. Uh, and this isn't the first time they they keep seem to make these mistakes that that costs us our water and they and at the end of the year they say you know whoops but you know we miscalculated well yeah. well um you know uh you can go all the way back to dwight eisenhower where he warned about uh, a scientific uh dictatorship i don't know if that's the exact words but um you know he explained how science is used as a control mechanism and yeah. and it has been for a long time and people but if you look as time goes on these government scientists um or these 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 scientists used by the government that present the information misrepresented it every freaking time i mean yeah. i remember when they were pushing the global warming thing well th that's never climate change is never going to stop they're always going to use that but there was more snow here's the thing you could have maybe this area is melting more, but then you have more snowpack over in this area and regional climate change is going to happen because I mean, it has yeah. for forever, but they're like, Oh, we missed a chunk of ice. Um, you know, uh, uh, that was the size of California. So when they tell you the glaciers are melting and this and that, now I'm not saying there's not climate ch change. Okay. I'm not going to say that the climate hasn't changed. I mean, it's, it's hotter. Always it's always changing. I mean, it's hotter when it's supposed to be colder. It's colder when it's supposed to be hotter. There's more rain one year than another. There's snowpack maybe here and less there, but California particularly has always been sporadic years. And this is why we did these, these projects was because we couldn't rely from one year to the next. We have two and three and four year dry spells. But like the Clinton said, you can repeat a lie enough times and it becomes yeah. the truth. And, and, enough, and so what these people are able to do by shifting the, the, the opinions and, and uh, the way people see reality is they can repeat a lie a thousand times and then they go, Oh, well, actually that was based off of false data. Yeah. And they say it one time. Yeah. So what happens when they tell you something a thousand times and then they cover their ass by telling you, oops, we made a mistake one time. And people still, you talk to them on the street and they go, no, this is what reality is. And you could say, well, here, actually, they even admitted that they were wrong. They don't, your average person doesn't see yeah. that redaction. That's going on during COVID right now. Yeah. They're starting to backpedal and, but there's already too many people that drink the Kool-Aid, you yeah. know, so yeah. not that I want to get you know? off on that, but it's, it's water under the bridge already. Yeah, so. so to speak. Well, they came out and said they, they admitted that, um, they knew it wouldn't prevent. I mean, Deborah Burks about yeah. a year ago, she came out and she was head of the COVID tax force. And she goes, well, I, she, she claimed ignorance. Like she didn't know what was going on with her task force. And then in another sentence, she says that, well, we, we knew that it wasn't going to prevent you for, from getting it, but we didn't want to tell the public that because we didn't want them to be hesitant about getting the vaccine. She straight yeah. up says, we lied to you because 
We knew you wouldn't want it. We knew you wouldn't want it if we told you the truth. Yeah. But then they go into the next sentence. Well, it was really important to just make sure everybody got vaccinated, you know, and and then uh, in the in the European uh, Parliament, they just had a lady up there from Pfizer and they asked her one of the uh, Parliament members. They said, hey, um, did you. Did, were you telling us the truth when you told us that if you get vaccinated, it will prevent transmission? And she goes, well, no, we didn't know that, but we had to move at the speed of science. And and what what the heck does that mean? We had to move at the speed of science. Um, but anyways, they they just admit to us that they 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 lied to us. And and uh, anyways, I didn't want to get off yeah. on that too much, but it, it's just it's the government. Way. It's all related. If me and you directly look at Alex Jones, he got sued for almost nine hundred seventy five billion for having an opinion, for having an opinion, yeah. not lying and manipulating. And I mean, this we were talking about billions of dollars, trillions of dollars in government contracts and people admitting they straight out lied. And then you got now now they're trying to get 2.75 trillion from Alex Jones. 2.75 trillion, 10 times what we spent on World War II for having an a, a, an opinion. And this is a direct attack on freedom of speech and their unrealistic numbers because what they're trying to do is scare people from speaking the truth cuz they're going to go, "Oh, yeah, if, just, I, if, I, if I if I if I come out and speak them. my mind yeah. now, they're going to come after me next, and you better believe that 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 is the plan. I think we're going to win this thing because uh, the veil's being lifted. But there's just too many ways to get information out there now. Yeah, but, uh, but a lot of this is why you, where we get canceled and deleted, and the doctors and everybody was just taken down. They were taken down. Um, you know, most of the the way we we share information now is over the internet mostly. Well, this this water situation has brought together a a pretty big coalition of people in this water, water users group we have. I don't know how many members there are now in 1200. Uh, it's close to 2000, almost 2000 yeah. people. You this know. is in a, an area that only has about 800 farms or irrigators. Water and users. We, we've been divided and conquered in so many different ways. I think this is something that, you know, I mean, I think there's a lot more things that should unify people regardless of their political spectrum. And so I, I would imagine there's all different walks of life uniting under the same umbrella of liberty uh, on this subject. Well, here and here's the deal with us up here. Like I was talking to a guy from ACID. See, down south, like in the rice farms and all that, those people, they, they farm, they're commercial farmers, the most of them. So they get paid whether they farm or not. They either get government money for not farming. So it's in, in the form of subsidies or they'll get disaster relief money uh, and a lot of them have crop insurance. Yeah. So there's a lot of ways they can get paid up here. This, this just wipes out our way of life. I mean, we use the water not only to, we have earthen ditches. So we use the water not only to irrigate, but to charge our aquifers. We have wetlands that have been totally destroyed. Our group hired a, a biologist. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. A biologist to come in and do a report and he said man sure it's just he said that that it's wiped out the wetlands i mean the, i don't know how many endangered species act violations there were by that but here california department of water resources and bor they didn't even do an environmental impact report before they just shut off yeah all this water so and I look back after being in construction, I look back and seeing how many times I was threatened with, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in fines just for disturbing a wetland. Uh, 
this decision has completely destroyed every wetland, you know, in a 35 linear mile, 37 linear miles of canal, uh, destroyed it. And these were declared wetlands. Exactly. That were built for this purpose. And they, they were completely destroyed. The trees, I mean, I have just hundred year, hundreds of year old trees, yeah, you know, I mean, out. your way of life. I mean, your, your, uh, your wells running dry. Um, you, ma I could, I, I, I'm not part of that water system, but I can only imagine having like some nice orchards and stuff that were passed down for generation or two or three, you know, and you've, you, you know what I mean? And now all of a sudden your orchard is just dead. And then what you got to start back over depending on what crop you're growing. I mean, it could take decades to get it back to production and plus the investment and and now and now you have the doubt that you'll ever get water again so who, i mean who's going to yeah. invest reinvest all that money and that's where we're at right now people are like well should i reseed because it's expensive but if Absolutely. i reseed and then we don't get the water again next year then you're just you're just wasted yeah. you're out that again i was just talking about it with my wife this morning first of all you got to find a place to put your livestock that easily lives there because you can't have them on it when you've reseeded so now it's like, what do I go rent some pasture somewhere so I can reseed my pasture? Yeah, I had to remove a quarter of mine and keep it separate so I could plant the other three quarters and keep them off of it and, and keep feeding them hay while in the Did you have to put meantime. fencing and all that stuff up? To, uh, or no, was, I already had the fencing. Already the, did, okay. Yeah, I had to drag some gates back where they haven't been in a long time. <laughs> dig them out of the blackberries, the dead blackberries. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's pretty devastating to drive around the system. And I think that it's probably, it's, it's probably right up there with the biggest disasters ever up here. For or an environmental disaster, yeah. I think it's more devastating to uh, the area than uh, some of the big fires that have came through. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And, and plus, like, like a lot of this area, wasn't, we didn't have to worry about fire because we were on irrigated land. Everything was green. We already know of one fire for sure that that uh, Peter Pan Gulch, Gulch yeah. fire that that the the fire burned right across the main irrigation canal that usually would be full of water and then right through a bunch of formerly irrigated pastures and burned some houses down that never would have burned if we had irrigation. And here's the bottom line: you're going to have naysayers that say, "Well, if the water's not there, you can't irrigate." You know, well, number one, that dam was put there with the promise we would always have our irrigation that in any drought year the least they could give us was 75 percent of our allotment no matter what yeah so they broke the contract and i really don't care about fish that much you know compared to yeah. farmland and well when irrigated. the people are out of food those fish aren't going to be safe either no <laughs> in the long run and, yeah and so then they shoot it down the river in the dark of the night send most of it through the Delta, but now some of our girls that have done some investigating find out there is a, there is a Y in the water system down there that peels some of it off. Around Red Southern Bluff, California. right? For No, this is actually across in the, in the Southern California. The, oh, the, okay. The but they yeah. take the water from here, it goes all the way down and then shoots it down to Southern California. Isn't there some the kind of a diversion at Red Bluff or uh, am I? Anymore. There used to be. There used, used to be. be. Yeah, okay. They, okay. They, well, the ditch shut, I think. So, so my daughter did a report on the Delta smelt that they're saying that part of the reason they have to put the water in there is to keep the salt water from Intrusion, coming up. Yeah. And, and really the report she did in college shows that the, the Delta smelt every year that the government's been trying to save them, their numbers have gone down yeah. by a lot. And 
and they're not admitting to the fact that they planted striped bass in the river. And striped bass are like the uh, they're eating them. ninja assassins of yeah. the fish species. Yeah. So they they weren't natural to the area, but now they're just destroying. It, it's almost like telling snow. you you can't kill a wolf, and the government's releasing wolves and and wolves, wolves. introducing them back into uh, uh, places where they weren't. Which and then are. and then they yeah, and it's like. So people who've been out hunting, you know, like you're out in Idaho or something like that, and you've been hunting, you hunt every year and you rely on wild game and whether you're a uh, Nez Perce, uh, Native American, or you're just your average American. I mean, a lot of people rely on this meat to to uh, survive, you know, they don't have a lot of money and, and uh, or they don't want to eat dirty meat from the grocery store that's sprayed with live viruses and whatever your reasons are, but I mean the the you're not allowed to hunt the wolves, but why why would you do that? I'm just saying. I mean, if you look at it, why would you release all the water if they there's plenty of water for the fish? There's plenty of water for us if they if they used it efficiently. But when I mean, we're under direct attack, they're attacking the food system. They're attacking the water. I think this is all part of Agenda 21. They call it Agenda 2030 now. Oh yeah, I don't think any of this is by accident. Uh, a lot of the environment, the big environmental groups in California have said they are going to stop all hunting in California by 2024. And at the rate I'm seeing. California protects all the predators. I've watched, I, I've been a hunter for 40 years and a deer hunter. And I have watched the deer population go, go increasingly worse. Mountain lions. For 40 years, yes. And, uh, you know, back we used to be able to hunt mountain lions. We used to be able to hunt bears with dogs. Uh, now we can't even hunt bobcats. Uh, the predators are, they're taking over and they're going to, they're going to clean out the deer population completely. Yeah, it's and all so, part of an agenda. It is part of an agenda, and so is the water theft. Yeah. I think, you know, so are the fires. I mean, you know, just they're, they're burning us out. They're taking our ag water. They're, they're, you talked about Agenda 2030 or Agenda 20 or uh, Agenda 21. It's, That's about moving people into urban areas and yeah. getting them out of rural areas. They and, call it Agenda 2030 now because people caught on to Agenda 21. Yeah, <laughs> well, and I think Trump screwed over Agenda 21 a little bit, too. <laughs> Yeah, but if you look at, uh, the, yeah, the biggest hunting has, uh, is deer hunters and waterfowl hunters. You take the water, that, that gets rid of the waterfowl, and you uh, protect all the predators, and you get rid of the deer. Well, and that's another thing. Henceforth, you get rid of the hunter. Exactly, that we didn't mention yet was the flyway. They have yeah. destroyed the flyway for yep. the ducks and the geese that have came down from the north. They usually come down through Tule Lake, Klamath Falls area, and then on to our area, and then south. Yep. and. They've taken the water from Klamath. They've taken the water from Tule Lake, and now they're taking the water from us. And and so so this is how this is how the government works, right? Up in Klamath Falls, they had been poisoning these squawfish forever because they were invasive and yeah. taken over. So they poisoned them in the Klamath Lake for thirty years, and then when their numbers got low. They declared them an endangered, endangered species. species yeah. And then they came to the native tribes and said to the tribes, hey, don't you use squawfish in your religious ceremonies and stuff? Because I know some natives up there and they're like, we don't eat those squawfish, you know? <laughs> oh, so anyway, no. so now they've taken the water from the Klamath because of supposedly to save the squawfish. I don't know what the reason was in Thule. Was it the same thing uh, or do you know? I, I don't know. Well, they just... They stopped a lot of the diversions uh, into Tule Lake from because that comes off the Klamath River also. Uh, 
Yeah, I have no idea why. They, they need to protect the squawfish to make sure they eat the, all the trout. <laughs> so, or whatever it is that they are say is endangered. Yeah. But if you I mean, look at how many uh, agencies, government agencies that are involved in this, no one agency can even do its job anymore. Uh, the the Forest Service, they can't they can't do prescribed burns, or at least not near to the percentage they would like to, to keep up with the the fuel growth, uh, because the California Air Resources, Resources Board won't let them. And they've stopped timber sales pretty and, much. Well, I mean, then the whole place burns up. I mean, what'd that do for our air quality? I mean, it's almost like we didn't need either one of them. If, if we would have just let this <sighs> go naturally, it would have been better off. Yeah. Uh, the fish and game uh, is, uh, can't do their job. They would, they would rather us hunt mountain lions and hunt bears with dogs, but we can't. The legislature has, has put it to the uh, vote to the people and, you know, we're outvoted again by Southern California. Ed, you can't call them fishing game anymore. Fish oh, and wildlife. Right. That's right. <laughs> They're fish and wildlife. Yeah. So we've actually had game wardens tell us that he believes the end game is just being rid of hunting by yeah. by the middle of the 20s here, 2025, yeah. I mean, 2026. It, it, if this is an accident and it's just because these agencies are this stupid, then, uh, I mean, they've got to be the dumbest people on the planet. There's a lot of useful idiots out there, but yep. at the top, there is an agenda by right. a really well-orchestrated plan by people that are really freaking yeah. smart. And, you know, a lot of times people give people the benefit, well, maybe they're just, you know, dumb and this. No, they're not. They have an agenda. They have a plan. Can you pull that map up, Jeremy? Did you get it? So if you don't get it, if you haven't seen this map, I know I've pulled this up probably six months ago or something like that. Um, this is from the United Nations. Okay. This is not something I created in my basement somewhere. All right. This is actually what the United Nations was. And we've been transferring power over to the United Nations for a long time. Okay. This is, uh, I believe this was in the late eighties when this map was presented to Congress. And this is what actually stopped some of the agenda 21 agenda sorry if i said that twice but anyways um so it's kind of funny how they the the if you look at the red let me explain what these color coats coated uh deals are here so you've got the red is core reserves and corridors little to no human use okay so let me translate for for you as a peasant you can't go there okay yellow buffer zones highly regulated use Guess what? If you're a peasant, you can't go there. So take all the yellow and all the red and just say, guess what? I'm never going to get to go there again unless you're part of some uh, government bureaucracy. Straight up. Okay, you've got the the orange, which is the, the border NAFTA type stuff. That's just down there on the border of Mexico. And then you get into the, uh, the whatever bluish green turquoise type color, I guess. Um, that, that is normal use. Okay. So if you want to look at this map and see where you're actually going to be available to go as a peasant, as the government sees you, um, well, show us, point your finger up there to where we live. There is no normal use. Oh yeah. We're, we're completely out. So if you don't think that droughting us out, um, look, we're not going to get into geoengineering. Uh, I've been exposing geoengineering since 1999, um, back then people thought it was crazy, but they spray metals and polymers in the air that prevent rain droplets from forming. The water molecules come together in the rain clouds. That's why you'll see rain clouds going right over you with no freaking rain. And then they get snowball size hail 
further uh, uh, down across the states as the jet stream pushes those across the U.S. So you have flooding things happen other place and and uh, but but you better believe that they are. And you see the jets flying back and forth and you can hear them. You might not see them, but you can hear them. You can, I mean, if you don't know geoengineering is happening now, please research it. It's a real thing. I'm not going to go off on that too much, but if you don't think they're droughting us out, cutting us off from our water and burning us out with the, the non forest management happening all by design. Okay. Um, this map should, should show you that. I mean, they call it agenda 21. So if you don't think there's an agenda and you don't think they have a plan, they do. You okay. Can go, you can go yeah. to the UN website yeah. and read all about it. Yeah. This is, I mean, they call it agenda 2030 now. Okay. So agenda, whatever that people caught on to agenda 21. So now, I mean, look up the world economic forum. Okay. I'm not going to go off on this too much, but this is, is the, I've showed this to people and it, they get it. You know, this is something to share with people because if you think this is all conspiracy, this is directly from the United Nations. Okay. So normal use, look at it. It's maybe, I mean, maybe 5% at best. What I mean, what do you guys think? Three to 5%? I mean, that'd be close. It can't be yeah. more than 5%. Okay. And then you go into Indian reservations, which is the pink. Okay. That I actually think there's more pink than there is uh, blue, which I don't have a problem with that. And then, um, then you have military reservations, but your average person that's not Native American um, is going to be in the, 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 uh, the blue green, the turquoise. So there you go. Um, this map was used in the United States Senate. Sorry, I said Congress, so I'm going to take that back. This map was used in the United States Senate to stop the ratification of the United Nations Convention on Biological Diversity. Anyways, you can pull that map down. Um, you could just do a simple. Well, there's whole states that have no use. Whole states yes. in the flyover country. <laughs> yeah. So if you wonder what the globalists got planned for us, they want us to live in prison-like cities connected by superhighways, um, a, a, a centralized digital currency with a cr social credit score system. And what that means is that the paper money is gone. You're not going to be able, they could just turn your chip off. However, whether they implant a chip in you, whatever, I mean, or you have a card or whatever system they have for this digital currency there's a bunch of different ways they could roll it out you want to go and shop somewhere guess what you can't have a business if you don't use this system they will shut you down even if you try to barter or anything so if you want to do business in the united states i'm not saying this is gonna happen i'm saying this is what their plan is and i've been talking about this for over 20 years and it's unfolding right in front of our very eyes they're already talking about sdrs right now and, uh, uh, and that, that is the plan. So unless you, uh, we peasants rise up and take over local government and SDRs, SDRs. Yeah. 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 So, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a digital centralized digital currency, yeah. uh, con controlled by the government yeah. or, and that'd be great. It would seem imperative that they would have to get the guns from us first. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it's. <laughs> I mean, look for some more false flag, you know, type attacks and, and, and they've, they've been failing pretty good because I, you know, we're at a point right now where I feel like people are waking up at such a rapid rate. Um, people used to believe in the media. They used to believe the politicians they used to believe in. Um, I, I believe that, um, I saw a poll the other day and over half 
of Americans now believe that a secret society, I don't remember the exact words, but the globalist elite, um, a, a globalist elite cabal actually run things behind the scenes. And I'm going to tell you right now, maybe 2% of people, 1% to 2% of people maybe thought that back in like maybe say 2000, 22 years ago. Because I, I, I yeah. talk about stuff. I don't care if I'm at the grocery store, the gas station, my work, someone's house. It doesn't matter. Sometimes I got to get told to shut up because I just don't shut up. <laughs> um, well, I know one thing for sure. Joe Biden's not running nothing. No. Yeah, even with this, uh, these agendas they have, the only faith I have in the future is, is that a government to do anything right. Uh, so I doubt they could even implement this plan uh, in a reasonable manner. No, they're having They trouble. seem to fail at everything they do. So, so I'm, we're, we're, we're okay. We're, we don't even have uh, the... We're, we're, we're good. We can go a little bit longer. Okay. Well, I wanted to talk, get back to the, the specifically the yep. water part. And yep. that is, um, so what we're doing is we're, we're trying to build a huge coalition of people. I think it's important that we get the right people on the board of supervisors. I know Chris Kelstrom is a big time supporter in, uh, saving our, our ag water. Yeah. He's been very involved with us the whole time. And uh, Patrick Jones. Yeah. is also that way and I'm, I'm sure tim garman is and um so i i think man we have to grow this from a few thousand people to the most to the most of the people in the area i think yeah. people you talk to people that don't have irrigation water are, are losing their wells they're they're everybody's getting affected by this and and here's the thing that i want everybody to know they broke the contract not us and we've talked to legal counsel and I asked point blank, did, did they break the contract? And they said, yeah, they did. And I said, yeah. well, then there are, then there is no contract. Right. If, if me and you have a contract and I break it, then the contract's gone. It's null and void in my mind. If you don't hold up your end of the deal. And so if that's the case, then we revert back to pre 1914 water right. rights. And divert our water as we normally would. And we divert it and we take all of our water right. Yeah. Isn't that what you, the way you look That's at it? That's the way I would look at it. So, so we need to, we need people to, to join us. Um, I know you can go on Facebook. It's uh, what's the name of the group of the, uh, it's ACID water users association. Okay. And you, you come on there, you join to find out what we got going on. We've had some fundraisers. We're building a war chest. We're trying to do everything by every legal means. We're getting ready. We've been gathering affidavits. If you want to write a letter that describes the devastation to your land or how it's changed your life, we'd like as many letters as we can get to go along with the affidavits to try and get an injunction with the judge. Where, and, where do you send the letters to? You can drop them right off at my barbershop. That's yeah. for sure. If um, you're, if you, uh, Let's say you're not out and traveling around. Is there? Or I guess they could send them to your water shop. Or is there someone or on the yeah. website that will? Uh, yes, definitely. You can talk, contact anybody on the website, and they'll they'll steer you in the right direction. Uh, yeah, we have we do have some people that are really sharp and doing a lot of research and are very involved with this on that on that uh, on the Facebook page. Um, they'll even help you write the letter. Yeah, they just had a day the other day where they sat and I saw a bunch of people going in there and they were helping them write their letters and. And uh, and then Ed talked about our having a backup water right just in case yeah. that we're working on. 
Yeah. Um, I don't want to talk too much about that just because we don't want nobody trying to hit us off at the pass. Um, but yeah, we're, I mean, we're pursuing every avenue that we can, we can fathom. Uh, yeah, we're going to get this water back. I mean, if, if, if we don't, it's going to be because we lost a heck of a fight. And in the end though, we're next April 15th, we're going to be putting the water in. Yeah. So we would love to have 50,000 people there yep. at the head gates. If we have to, to put the water in, we'll have our new water, right? We'll have the, you know, just because some, some activist judge rules in favor of a single species of fish over people, let's, cause let's go back. See now, um, in the early 1900s, when California was mostly farmers, we amended the California constitution to say that California's water had to be used for the beneficial use of Californians. And it was domestic water, number one, right? Uh, so drinking water. Yeah. And number two was agriculture. agriculture. That was how they listed it. So they're using some radical, you know, endangered species. And through act. these lawsuits that we've, we've lost over the last 30 years, uh, there, the environmental was never even part of the water, the water use. No. Um, they have, have won it through lawsuits, you know, uh, 10,000 acre feet at a time over, over 20, 30 years. And now it's the biggest portion being used and it's not being used for anything beneficial. They have been uh, flushing water down this, this river for, uh, you know, 20, 20, 30 years to help the salmon. And they have, it's gotten worse the whole time. Maybe we should rethink, uh, if we're doing the right thing, are we actually helping them? Well, and here's something to think about too. Our, at ACID, we're at the head water basically yes. of the irrigation of all the Sacramento contract settlement yeah. contractors. How many districts is there like 80 or, uh, I, I don't even know. There's a pile. There's yeah. like 70 or 80 irrigation districts. So we irrigate, we put the water in the ditch. It comes down. We irrigate with it. We recharge the aquifer. We, some of the water we purposely have an earthen ditch that leaks and it it waters the wetlands yes and then still after all of that 48 percent of the water that we take out of the river ends up back in the river yeah so half even after we irrigate with it, we half we, of that water we divert goes back into the Sacramento River. Goes right back into Sacramento. And here's another thing: when we divert it, they have monitoring wells. When we put it back in the river, we have monitoring wells. The water's cleaner after we use it than when we divert it out of the river. And nobody wants to talk about any of that, yeah. you know. So I just think that, uh, man, the more people can get involved and get information, the more they'll realize that, hey, if, if, if the water's gone for good around here, it's going to change everything. How, how do we stop them from just, just letting all the water go like we were talking about in the beginning? Who is in charge of that? And how do we get somebody who's got some common sense? How do we get some people to, to be like, hey, you know what? We're going to use some common sense here and we're not going to let all the water go during, you know what I mean? We're going to store yeah. this and, and, and be efficient with the water that we release. 
We don't want to just send it all to the ocean because how many million cubic feet were they letting out? Or I mean, sorry, uh, thousands per second or whatever. Uh, 12,000 cubic feet per second. 12,000 yeah. cubic feet per second. I mean, I'm not an expert at this, but obviously it doesn't take a genius to realize that they're wasting the water. Right. Um, and then they're dumping it at night, which the only reason for that would be is so people don't see it and go, because why are they letting all the water go? Yeah. Um, so how is there a way to to get somebody in control of that position. Is that a federal position? Is it a state position? It, is it a... These are all appointed positions. Appointed. Uh, yeah. So it's not like we can... Uh, you elect know, uh, Yeah, we can't elect someone. We is, can't run a new candidate. Is there anybody who's elected that appoints that position? I, I believe these are all put by the governor, aren't they? So, think, yeah, gosh. All right. Well, that shows you what <laughs> so, position we're so, in there. So here's the bottom yeah. line: why, why would you, in June, in a drought where you say the lake's too low, get a nice bunch of rainstorms and let out so much water that you have less in the lake than before it rained? Who, who in their right mind would do that? It's. I mean, if you don't think Gavin Newsom is yeah, aligned is, with this Agenda 21 right. uh, 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 agenda, it's anyways. Uh, I mean. You're out of your mind. You don't think this guy's a globalist, an elitist, and part of this world economic forum? Yeah. He he is a graduate of the young global leaders exactly. under yeah. Klaus Schwab. Look up, look up Klaus Schwab, world economic forum. Look up Yuval Noah Harari, who is his top advisor. These guys say, the they profit. tell you what they, okay, Klaus Schwab said, you will own nothing and you will be happy. Okay, that is a direct quote, word for word, yeah. not a paraphrase. Yeah. No. Well, incompetence doesn't explain this, that's for sure. No, no, you couldn't. And here's the problem. When you asked who, well, there's so many agencies involved because you hear, well, it's the Army Corps engineers that controls the yeah. flows. You hear, well, BOR is in charge of the dam. Well, now you find out that California Department of Resources is telling BOR, oh, no, you can't give them their water. Yeah. So there is has this, to be somebody somewhere yeah. that's in charge of all of them. Well, yeah. it sounds like it's set up to where they can go, well, no, it's those guys. Yeah. And then they go, well, it's no, it's those guys. Kind of like when yeah. you go to Home Depot and you go, hey, can I get some help? Oh, go talk to that guy. And then you go to talk to that guy. And he goes, well, no, go talk to that guy. And you're like, that's the guy that just sent me to talk to you. Yeah. And then they send that's you. That's not my department. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, there's a lot. I think um, as we as we keep building the building the framework of this deal, and it's coming fast. I mean, we got winter and everybody should be watching okay we just have had some nice rains right now watch yeah. the outflows yeah i've been posting them on our facebook page i'll i'll continue to do that as we get more rain and you oh. can you can actually see the flows so where do you go to uh monitor because i I love monitoring I have, to, I have to search the internet uh and i'm not very good at it we okay. have people on this page that are a lot better at it than yeah I yeah yeah uh but we can find that information yes, on it is, it is available and how do we find your website again it's the Facebook uh, page. Facebook oh, Facebook. Page. Okay. Yeah. How do we find you on Facebook uh, again? One more time. Just go to ACID Water Users Association. And is there a period after the A and the C or is it just if ACID? You type that in, it, it'll yeah. pop okay. up. It's just ACID. Up. Yeah. Don't even put the periods, yeah. right? Okay. I think right. It's just, yeah. I think once you get as far as ACID, it'll come up. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. It's a big deal, guys. Water's life. Yeah. And I don't care what political spectrum, what you believe in. I mean, if we don't unify against, if, if, we need to realize that we there's a reason they pitted us against each other. Yes. And there's because we win. If we unite, you know what I mean? Freedom of speech, whether it's water rights, whether it's parent rights, 
You know what I mean? It, it, it doesn't matter. It's we're, we're all in the same boat. We all agree on 90% of the stuff. Let's, let's unite together and then argue about the 10% of the stuff later after we win against the globalists. We can argue about the other 10% of stuff when we, when we regain, restore our freedoms. Yeah. 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 This, this transcends party lines. And I've got a guy that's a friend of mine that's family put in the Whiskey Town Project and the Shasta Dam. And he's a, he's a, he's a Democrat, has been all his life. His whole family are Democrats. And he said, man, if my forefathers would have known that the water would ever be taken from ACID, I doubt they ever would have wanted to be part of the project, yeah. you know? And so he's, he's got a lot of Democrat. This is Democrats, Republicans, independents. It doesn't matter. Whatever yeah. angle you want to look at it, if you're a tree hugger, you should be pissed about all the trees yeah. dying and all the wild, yeah. all the wetlands being destroyed. Where's the fairy shrimp, the turtles yeah. getting... I mean, it's, it's terrible. It's just, and then think about the deer. I mean, that's kind of getting off the subject of the water, but I mean, you think about the predators that are protected. And I mean, if you really care about the wildlife, you shouldn't be protecting the mountain lion. I don't know how many uh, deer a mountain lion will kill in its lifetime, yeah. but one a week, two a week. Okay. Two and then they go and eat the guts out. And like part of the deer the and they don't eat. Even... Yeah. That's the, the one thing they don't eat is the intestines. Oh, they don't No. Oh, but then there's usually a bear following. Yo, oh, maybe yeah, that's why following by I just assumed because I'd, I'd come across deer and it looked like the guts were all eaten out and everything. So I guess maybe I was mistaken. The on bear that. I had got a, there. Yeah, they might have. Been. Yeah, I had a, a, a mountain lion on um, a trail cam. Maybe we got time for I'm going to tell a short story because it's freaking funny as super funny. All right. Uh, we were doing some work on on a ranch. We we're just doing some fencing and different stuff. And uh and uh, this 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 uh, friend of mine, I'm not going to throw him under the bus because it's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> so he came up to me and he goes, "Were you stalking me?" And it's out, you know, it's there, we're out in in uh, the middle of nowhere, and he's kind of a city slicker, and he was helping us do some labor and stuff, and he needed some help with work. And he comes at me and he says, "Were you were you messing with me? Were you in the in the tree line and stuff like?" follow me like making me think i was being stalked or something i'm like dude i'm come on dude i don't play practical jokes i'm trying to work i'm trying to get this job done and uh and uh he's like i was being he was real scared he's like i was he rode the quad over to where i was and he's telling me something was stalking him i'm like you are tripping you're tripping you're tripping and uh um i just i was like just go back to work just go do what you were doing and and uh the next morning i checked the trail cam just make sure no one's ripping any tools off or anything like that i checked the trail cab mountain lion on the trail cab okay <laughs> so i tell him i was like well i think you were being stalked <laughs> oh actually the reason i checked the trail cam actually the real reason was there was a deer that was eaten up on the road and you could mm -hmm. see it okay something mauled this deer and uh so i checked the trail cab mountain lion in yep. the trail cab and i was like oh man i was like you probably were getting stalked by that mountain lion <laughs> and he started getting all freaked out and he was like i'm never coming back here he rode with me so he didn't have a way getting out of there <laughs> he goes i'm never coming back here again and this and that he wouldn't be by himself he was all scared so there were some youngsters working with us and they had uh, their hunt they hunt a lot and stuff and they had one of those game call um uh those game caller uh speaker things uh, that predator do call? predator yeah, call yeah. yeah yeah so they they've got they had a mountain lion program on it that sounds yeah. like a mountain lion so they for about two days 
he didn't really at the end of the day he just he wouldn't be by himself but he, he continued to try to finish the job and a couple days they're like oh the mountain lion's gonna get you the mountain lions the kids were teasing him right and he's all scared freaked out right they put this uh they put the predator call that one of them hid in the bushes and they're like hey oh. tell them we need him over here and uh and, and so i went and told them i was like hey we need you over here or whatever so we went over there and they were hiding behind the bushes one of the kids and they turned that predator call up with the mountain lion rah, rah, and freaking he this guy i i bsed you was kind of up a hill he ran out of his shoes his shoes flew off i never seen i didn't know he could move like that he ran i was so freaked out and we waited a couple hours to tell him that we were just messing with him i felt kind of bad but anyways well i'm on his team i probably would have been <laughs> right up the hill too Oh, well, shoot that, uh, you got anything you want to finish with Ed? You got, uh, no, not really. Uh, I think we kind of covered most of it. Uh, we just have to wait and see. Uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting year. I think we're kind of, uh, in a holding pattern. We don't know who is going to be, uh, on the board for ACID, uh, until, you know, till tomorrow. If you, well, well, I don't know. Biden said it may take a couple of weeks to, actually count the, the votes count the votes i mean there, there's a whole countries <laughs> with you know hundreds hundreds of millions of people that can count the vote the same day as the election but somehow yeah, it takes can't. us like weeks and stuff yeah. you know you know i i understand though you know they they got they got they got to do what they can to steal the election so i understand why they need the extra time extra time <laughs> come up with votes. i think the most important thing is is uh go to the ACI if you're local, you know, and you know what, this go, we're, we're specifically talking about water today, but what, whatever you can do and wherever your expertise is, wherever your passion is, get in this fight locally to, to counteract this government overreach, this tyranny coming down. There is an agenda and you need to get in the fight because, uh, pretty soon here, I mean, we're, we're we're not going to have anything to fight over, you right. know, if we, if we don't stand up, it's, it's now or never. I mean, I don't think we have. And, and our local elections is, is, is basically the only opportunity we have to, to make change. I mean, there's nothing we can do about, you know, what the decision Joe Biden makes, you know, Ed Roberts can't do anything about that, but I can get involved locally and Absolutely. make change and, 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 and get our elected officials protecting our area. Absolutely. We're designed as a, our, our founding fathers were super smart and they designed us as a bottom up government. Yes. Um, you know, we need to take that Illuminati pyramid and flip it upside down because we are at the top and we have the power. If we unite, we get in the fight, quit watching the stupid Netflix and the free, I mean, yep. no disrespect, but I mean, football and all that stuff is cool, but in reality is, uh, you know, who cares about the statistics of your favorite player or whatever we got to like, Let's let's get back to that after we kick some ass, but we got to keep the momentum going after that, you know. But I mean, once we, once we restore our liberties, and I do, I do believe that we are going to get it back. And if not, I know we're going to try our best. And you know, some for some reason, I think this is all just one big test for something much bigger than yes. this physical world. Um, so I think we've already won, and those out there that are trying their best have already won, regardless of. The outcome but i think i think i think we're gonna win i can feel it i woke up energized when uh me and woody talked this morning i was just like man i just feel super pumped and excited and like i don't know i just it's my whole body's tingly and woody's like normally i wake up kind of slow and 
And I just feel like super pumped today. I forget the way you said it, but yeah, well, I'm usually dragging in the morning, but I kind of sprung out. Of, I don't know what I was. I was ready to roll. I think we should end with that video of the. Oh, uh, which one? The red, the, the, the red, red wave. wave. The red Put wave the red on. wave on, baby, because this is how I felt this morning when I woke up. Uh, this is tomorrow right here. You're going to see it. Yeah, it's a red tsunami. <laughs> Red wave is an understatement. And uh yeah, I yeah, play this bad boy. This is how I felt as <laughs> soon as I cracked my eyes open. that was me on that surfboard i could surf a little bit but i would never ride a wave even one tenth that size maybe an eight footer is about as big as i'll go <laughs> all right uh make sure to uh thanks ed for coming out uh, we really up. appreciate you coming out here and and we'll get um, you on again as it gets closer to time yeah. to put the water in and uh next podcast hopefully we'll be celebrating a, a red tsunami yeah and um well uh, please help us the the one thing you guys can do um is, is share us on uh apple Podcasts, spotify youtube uh facebook rumble rumble okay and uh and you know that's the one thing if you if if you do anything to help try to get this vital information out to your friends um also check out the other podcast on mountaintopmedia.com mountaintopmedia.com is our mothership it has everything on there nothing could get censored on there so if you have a hard time finding it or you just want uh, like on uh, uh the war room pandemic i just go to warroom.org to watch uh steve bannon's uh war room so you could just go to mountaintop media directly there and uh watch our stuff also um if you haven't checked out sovereign minds or jefferson state of mind there are uh, two other wonderful podcasts on our platform here. And anyways, just make sure you share this content, get it out there. We don't have any outside money. This is a self-funded, uh, non-money generated uh, company here that we don't spend any money to boost this stuff. So please just, if you can share it, that's the one thing you can really do to uh, help the cause. Get involved in local government, wherever your passion is. Get involved in uh, watching your local election, collecting the tapes at the end of the day. Um, you know, get a hold of the people in charge um, that are are in charge of uh, of election integrity in your area. And um, I, I don't think they're going to be able to uh, steal this one, guys. I think it's too far one sided. But we'll 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 see. Um, I wish I could say we we're going to see tomorrow, but I think it's going to take a little more time than that. All right, all right. Thanks, everybody.